GM, GM, hello, hello. <laughs> hello, bro. Today you sound crispy. I know you have everything sorted out. You are rested. You are ready to go, bro. I do, I do. And I want to know if you hear this. I want to know. I want to know if... Uh, oh, oh, wait. Yeah, no, you don't hear anything, do you? <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right, all right. Never mind. <laughs> what, what were you trying to do, bro? <laughs> Play music as always, you know. I'm uh, always trying to play music. Oh, here we go. Can you hear this? Tell me you can hear music. Yep, yep, yep. This is definitely your music, bro. Okay, good. Thank God. I am set up today. <laughs> I had a nightmare with the roadcast yesterday, so now I am ready. <laughs> but the funny thing is this, right? You didn't change any of your settings, but all you do is just restart it and it's fine. Yeah, I plugged everything in a different order. And I, <laughs> so now it works. <laughs> oh man, oh man. All right, right. Let's get more people up on stage. We have Forza with us. We have Karmic. Hop on stage, buddy. What's up, Karmic? You know what? Today, All right. to, today we're missing one member because Maeve is right now in Thailand. He's actually in Chiang Mai. Um, it's his girl's birthday, so he's off for like three days. But he said, you know what? I won't be able to join the spaces, but I will continue to do my daily trend. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? He's, he's like picking his girl's birthday over over the, the Rug Radio Asia Web 3 Motherfucker <laughs> Show. I can believe it. Outrageous. Outrageous. I, bro, I, I was thinking, it's like, you know what? Can you, can you believe it? Like he's on holiday, but he's still doing the daily trend. It should be like that, right? Work-life balance, baby. Work-life balance. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's good. That's good. I'm I'm envious. I'm envious. I I would love to be in Thailand right now. It is sunny here, however, so this is good. All right. Um, shall we get going? So basically, we have Arist Arist with us, right? And um, they will be joining us right now, or how how is it like, buddy? They'll be joining us a bit later. They've got a super busy schedule, apparently. They've got like plenty of other AMAs and other events going on. So they've got their mint coming up next week. So they're super busy. So they'll they'll join us in about 30 minutes, I think, for about 30 minutes whenever we're ready. So that that will be uh, you know, that that's the the hard life of an artist, you know. <laughs> Definitely. I'm looking forward to it. And guys, you know what? A lot of people DM me and say, Hey, there's no white list yesterday. Obviously, because you know the Baumain drop they only have like 130 pieces. So it's really, really very limited and they already gave out almost everything and closed it because like two days later, they are going to mint it. But you know what? No worries because today, we be, we will be giving out whitelist and the guest speaker will join us 30 minutes uh, later. So Wacky, do your intro. Let's get it started because there are tons of NFT news update that I just want to deep dive into. Let's do it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good afternoon, Europe. Good morning, Americas. And welcome to Rock Radio Asia. Web3 Muffers, your daily show dedicated to Web3, NFTs, latest news, hot topics, and on the menu today, we will be talking Taproot Withers, Wither, blah, 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 Taproot Wizards, Instagram, decentralized media, NFT Now, Chat GPT getting supercharged, and the next Picasso Art with special guest. Clément Mugel from the Aristocrats. We do this show every weekday, Monday to Friday, 10 p.m. UTC plus 8, which is currently 10 a.m. Eastern, uh, Eastern time and 2 p.m. UTC. Yes, the U.S. has changed time. As always, a very well welcome to you, ladies and gents from all over the world as you join us on this adventure to build the biggest, the greatest, and the baddest Asia Web3 community there is. My name is Wacky. I am your host under our brand Viewcast. We are official content providers of Rug Radio Asia. The sun is shining. Eve 
is absolutely mooning right now. We have broken above the 1700 mark as we speak. I am delighted and devastated all at the same time, as I was hoping SVB Collapse would be the Armageddon that would allow me to buy loads of blue chips. But it seems people in the market are putting their faith into crypto over banks right now, which is kind of good. My co-host, him and I were talking just earlier about how robot machines are going to take over the world, but really make our lives so much easier as Chad DPT, as we said, is getting supercharged next week. His name, Pew Rainbow. How are you doing, brother? <laughs> I'm doing good, bro. Like, you know, I was telling you that basically, I, I mean, I have to, you know, do a little bit of uh, writing and stuff like that. And tons of people has been saying, bro, just try ChatGPT, right? And it always, always seems like when you're using an AI, it seems so foreign. But man, it's so easy. Like you just write a text and I just say, you know what? Beautify this or combine this or write it in a more convincing way. And basically within like two to three minutes, it's already done. And um, the writing style is so good. So I can't wait to deep dive into what is, you know, GPT-3, GPT-4. And right now we are going into GPT-5, which will be massive in terms of their learning. All right, let's kick up with some stuff today. And, you know, since we are all talking about art, we are talking about aristocrats and also the artists, you know, I figured let's start off with an icebreaking session, which is super simple, right? Name one artist that you like. And I'm going to start with Karmic, bro. Like, I saw the Pudgy with the cha- the chef. Um, and every time you on stage, bro, I have to pick you. <laughs> okay, guys, I'm in the train. So I'm going to pin up an I like. Karmic's on an F1 track. <laughs> yeah, 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 I go to a chiropractor. Uh, <laughs> all right. Love it, he's, he's off the hook he's off the hook but Wacky could you just pin up the question because there are I'm people here and I would speak. love to and I would love to know what kind of artist that you like alright I'm gonna start first my favorite artist is actually Murakami so I have for example a Murakami mat on the floor I have a Murakami uh, poster on the wall I have few of the merch the caps the t-shirt of course the collaboration with Lewis Hamilton Murakami also I have so <laughs> <laughs> so I'm all about that flower that that weird looking flower I went you know to Singapore all the way to see one of like his exhibition I mean I I just love um, Murakami if I would have to pick one artist I would say is it wow this is cool I mean hey who you had to have an artist that had a collaboration with uh, with Lewis Hamilton. I mean, it could be no other way, right? <laughs> you know, bro, every time when I ask a question and somehow it links to Lewis Hamilton, I'm just going to say his name out because I know you don't like the, the man. You feel that, I mean, you live in London and you don't want to call him a sir. So it, it, it shows a lot, bro. Oh man. Oh god. All right. So let me let me tell you. I am old school. I've always really liked Dali. For some reason, I thought what he was doing was really cool at the time. And um I I have quite a few of his now obviously the original ones, but um you know, posters of it. I just love his his uh, soft watches there. But there's another guy that uh Damien Hurst, right? Damien Hurst. I remember there's a restaurant that I went here in London and in that restaurant, there was literally, I don't know if you saw, but he used to cut animals in half and he used to put them in sort of those big tanks and and preserve them. 
And there was one of those in a restaurant. And I was like, wow, this is like really impressive and really serious. So since then, I've been a bit of a, a Damien Hurst fan. So yeah, Damien Hurst for me, it would have to be. Uh, okay, well, who else we got? We've got G-Dub with your beautiful egg. And I know what happened to you, G-Dub, on the, on the NFT side. No, they're not NFTs. They're ordinals. We're going to talk about it. G-Dub, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Good. Thanks, uh, thanks, Waki. Um, no, I'm I'm uh, I'm not really cultured enough to have a favorite artist, but since getting into NFTs and uh, getting into the projects I'm in, um, I like the uh, pixel pixel art in Yoga Pets by Nicole. Oh, you like the pixel art? Interesting, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Right, okay, okay, okay. Then I have to ask you, like, the, right now when they release um, the ordinals, right? Do you like that art? Because man, like that art is even more sick than the, the I mean, like the cups, the yoga pads, man. Yeah, yeah I, I like it too. I like it too. And I think the reveal is happening soon, so it'll be be cool to see what what uh, what comes out, especially the the, the rare cubs with the laser <laughs> and all that and the weapons. <laughs> <laughs> yoga pets maxi there yoga pet maxi love it Forza. you know, you know no, no, becky you know what's funny all the analytic people they love pixel art like if Maeve is on the show right now he would say you know he like pixel art g-dub of obviously he's an analytic guy he loves pixel art like we both of us we like more abstract right you know you know why you guys love pixel art is because you didn't have to play video games when it was pixelized and it looked like absolute crap and so <laughs> and then when you know when when video games became better and you're like oh my god it's so much nicer than this pixelized stuff that we used to play with so when it came back when that whole pixel art came back i was like are you serious they're bringing back the 80s pixel art which is what fit feet pics was and i actually thought it was like all right but the the butt pics or whatever it was were much nicer uh gw you're muted yeah yeah no no i'm i'm uh, i'm same generation as you wacky so uh grew up with the uh you still like original pixel nintendo art. stuff <laughs> No, no, I, I, I find it oh, amazing that, so that, you know, with, with so few pixels, you can still, you know, create something that, um, you know, that, that looks. looks nice. And, uh, you know, even, even with the, you know, complicated weapons, armor and all that, you can still do that with so few pixels. Because there's a thing about pixel art, right? You can only use how many pixels is it? And, and that's obviously a large part of the issue, which it, does it, it make it impressive. Yeah, so it depends. So like it's like CryptoPunk, right? It's 24 times 24. So it's lesser of the blocks for you to actually create the art. Mm -hmm. So like if just say we, we have like pixel art, which is just say 100 times 100, right? So they have a lot of like resolution yes. for them to design it. So it's not... So when... You know, obviously when I came to NFT, the first thing, right? Uh, I saw CryptoPunk, I was like, what? Damn, this is only like... I mean, it's such a simple art. And then when I wanted to, you know, uh, discuss in terms of launching Kaiju Friends, whether it should be a pixel or it should be like a clear art, right? Only I realized like, shit, like you only have 24 blocks to design an art, <laughs> which is super tough compared to an artist that they can just draw every detail, right? So in, in, yeah, this, in this sense, like CryptoPunk 24 times 24, I mean, that is hard. Like if 36 times 36, you still have more leeway to design a little bit more. Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah, it's impressive. I mean, I have to say the people that have done this and the way it's been brought brought back like this is quite impressive. Forza, you're here. How you doing, buddy? We haven't heard from you. Tell us about all about your favorite artist. GM, GM, guys. GM. 
uh, face expression to you know I mean it's it's just a staple and like I love Pepe you love Pepe so in the end you know we are still going to use Pepe and it's a fun meme right <laughs> yeah I mean you know you can do also because it's obviously an animal it makes it easy to do also some crazy memes so yeah Yep, yep. All right. So let me just read out some of like the comments whereby you know people put what is their favorite artist. We have Black Satoshi say his favorite was uh, DK Motion. Man, like the animation in DK Motion. I mean, it's crazy. Always looking forward for him to release new art. Karmic, uh, Karmic say he actually like Barbara Kruger, which who created the font uh, Supreme. And then Le Fomote said. She he love uh Hoshi Peach art, which is Sarah, and I also love those art because man, it sometimes you know the design looks super sexy. All right, wacky today I'm gonna do the GM news. I'm and I'm excited for my segment. So take it away, and you know, G Dub, you have to pass it to me today. All right, G Dub, I'm sorry I failed you the the last few days. The music wasn't there, so hopefully this is working today. G Dub, over to you. Here goes. Come on, come on, music play. Oh my All right, God. thanks, Rocky. Yes, is it? Can you hear this? Yes, can you hear yes. this? Okay, this is yes, the yes. daily TradFi update. Uh, today is the fourteenth of March, two thousand and twenty-three. It is Tuesday, so let's go through the markets. Uh, over to the US, S and P five hundred is down zero point one. Nasdaq is up zero point four, and the major tech stocks are up one percent. Um, Europe FTSE 100 is up 0.5%. Um, Asia, Asia is largely negative, and this is because they hadn't seen the um, the the latest uh, U.S. inflation report hadn't been released yet. So Hong Kong is down 2.3%. Japan down 2.2%. Singapore flat. China down 0.7%. Korea down zero uh, 2.56%. Okay, so let's. Uh, Let's get into the inflation data. So, U.S. inflation rate um, is six percent in February two thousand and twenty-three. So that's largely in line with forecasts. This is compared to six point four percent in January two thousand and twenty-three. Okay, so down a little bit. So, inflation rate has slowed for the eighth consecutive month. So, so note that this is a slowing down of inflation. Right, so that means prices are still increasing, just at a slower rate.、Um, anyway, this is in line with sort of in line with market forecast, so that's why generally there's a there's a positive reaction.、Um, and yeah, that's it. That's it for today. So tomorrow we'll probably see that the Asian markets will recover back again,、um, just because they've seen the the latest、uh, the latest news. So that's、uh, that's the daily tradfi update. Over to Puka. <laughs> All right, right. Thank you. So, guys, are you ready for this? Is,、uh, I have the music now. Yeah,、let's、yeah. Of course, gonna. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> you need you know a little bit of culture here. Oh wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. This is your NFT recap of the day. Let's get into it. So basically, Nexon Korea spearheads Web3 gaming with MapleStory, and Twitter saw it, recognized it, and quickly gave it a golden check. So if you guys are seeing, for example, MapleStory, you know people are sharing.、Uh, I know Anup here shared it to me. Basically, they are legit. 
they are doing a web free project selling NFT. So, you know, it's really nostalgia because I used to play MapleStory like every time, five, six hours a day after school. All right. Uh, each potatoes right now, if you guys are into the mainland ecosystem, basically, you know, you can kind of like sending out for questing and you can bring back one valuable every seven days. And bro, the valuable looks like a butt plug. That's it. And, you know, right now, Farouk joins Taproot Wizard Scholarship Program. <laughs> a little bit more, I want to dive down into it because, man, like the Taproot Wizards, they are doing massive, crazy stuff. Uh, next off, part two, we have ChatGPT, which is going to, you know, have update next week. And we expect to have like 10 X of the growth. We will explain why later, but this is just a huge thing. Next off, we have Meta, which declared a pause on NFT progress. So basically, Instagram will no longer sell NFT. Man, like they do something and then they retract it. Shit, that's not good. All right. Pokemon was hiring a Web3 NFT and Meta was expert. Uh, basically, we see OM1000M, which is a project under Punk6529, recaps its first in-Metaverse project launch. And if you guys are in keen wanting to do like a virtual gallery and stuff like that, do contact our Pengu Queen, which is Darren SRS. He was here on the show with us as well. Alright, so guys, if you like the news update and you want to, you know, have a quick read in terms of the links and everything that we are talking about, do visit the profile PewCast because, you know, every day we will be launching this kind of news. Wacky, do help me to pin it on the top. Alright guys, welcome to Asia Web3 Motherfuckers, powered by PewCast, the rock radio of Asia space, where we only have one goal in mind, is to build the most genuine Web3 communities among the Asia countries and to unite everyone under one roof. And, you know, today I'm excited because we have Estocrat as our guest speaker. So like retweet the space, I'm saying this again because end of the space, we will be giving out whitelists. So how to participate is as simple as retweet this space, not the previous one, but this space. And, you know, end of the show, we will Twitter picker it. And if you guys are in for a luck, you will get the whitelist. All right, let's dive down a little bit. Man, Wacky, I want to talk about Taproot Wizard because I'm all about, like, remember we talk about Pepe and the similar <laughs> art that looks uh -huh. shit. All right, so when I talk about looking shit, it's not really because the art looks shit, but, you know, Pepe have like this, it's like not nice, but it's nice in a way. Like, you know, the Pepe have this kind of like ugly face, but you kind of like like it. It's the same feeling I get from Taproot Wizard, bro. Like, do you? So have you can that? say, yeah, yeah. You can say it looks crap. It's okay, you know. It's a, it's, a, it's okay to 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 be honest about some things that look bad, you know. I mean, it is horrible. No, no, it is horrible. No, 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 okay. So I have to rephrase because it looks horrible, but in a way, it looks nice. I I, I don't know how to explain <laughs> my feeling, but it gives me mixed feelings. So. Basically, I did a little bit of a groundwork in terms of what Taproot Wizard is all about because, man, like, in initially, when the whole ordinance craze started, it was all, like, ordinal punks. It was, like, you know, Bitcoin punks, even the ordinal rocks and stuff like that people were talking about, right? Then later on, actually, Our Daddy, which is Rock Radio, hosted Taproot Wizard, which is his only space that he did online. And the project seems to be, like, escalating. Everybody starts talking about it. So when I check a little bit of the history, man, this guy has been, a like, a Bitcoin maxi in terms of, like, pushing Bitcoin to the masses. So, like, on February, like, 18, it was 2013. Man, it's, like, 10 years ago. Um, basically, this guy, right, he's called Monica Mavensbot. He kind of, like, uploaded this um, picture, the... the, the you know what's funny? NFT now 
read write an article about it, and they didn't call it an ugly drawing. They call it a crude drawing, bro. <laughs> a crude. Bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and well, basically, yeah. basically, it's like a Bitcoin wielding wizard, um, you know, on Reddit. And ever since, you know, then it became an iconic picture. So I didn't know about this, but basically, the Taproot wizard. If like you are a Bitcoin maxi, you will know the art through you know Reddit and stuff like that. And because of that, like the he has been in the Bitcoin space for crazy amount of time, right? And so I didn't know about this, but suddenly Maeve sent this to me, which is the school. Um, and obviously when I missed the boat, I tried to, you know, hop on the next chance, right? And so I click on the, the link. So basically right now, Taproot Wizard, what they are doing is they have a link. It's called a school, whereby they are supposedly... Um, helping you to learn more about Bitcoin, all right? So I joined late as usual, you know, because I always don't get the hottest topic. Wacky keeps it all for them. And uh, <laughs> I, when I join it, basically, it's already quest number three, all right? So you, bas- you have to log into your email, give them their email, log in through your Twitter, log in through your Discord, join everything. And once you have that, um, you can kind of like enter the website to do the quest. So quest one and two is already expired. You can't do it right now. But quest number three, if you guys are keen on Taproot Wizard, you can go ahead and try it. But man, I stop after I look at quest number three because quest number three, bro, is nothing to do with <laughs> learning about Bitcoin. So what you have to do, basically you have 10 days left before it expires. So all the quests, it doesn't last for a very long time. Maximum 15 days, right? Quest number three, you have to buy a visit costume, right? I'm, I'm not joking, bro. You have to legit buy a visit costume. You have to wear the visit costume, take a video of you in the costume, showering, and post it on your Twitter and join it. So when I see that, it's like, ah, shit, this is not for me. I, I mean, ah. I, I thought, you know, I can be like, you know, joining, maybe it's some questions, learning about Bitcoin, because it says a school, right? And then joining, ask some questions, because like, the more you participate and the more that you are kind of like creative in the way you are doing things, the higher chance of you to graduate from the school. So when you graduate, means that they will give you a Taproot Wizard NFT ordinals. So I mean like right, this, okay. it's for crazy people who are legit wanting to do crazy stuff. You can go here, bro. This is, this is what I wanted to make sure, right? That at the end, you will get an ordinal, a Taproot Wizard ordinal, right? But who... It's, it's mean, not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed. Okay. It's, it's <laughs> yes, not, I mean, so, because okay. you may not be picked, right? Yes. So, so, so this, right? Like, you humiliate yourself in doing it and then <laughs> you might get a chance. So this is like the same feeling when you join the raffle and you know that you kind, you kind of like join all the raffle through all the links and then you kind of like didn't check your email because you thought that you don't get it. And at the end of the day, when you check your junk, hey, actually you won some of the whitelist, right? This is exactly the same feeling. So I don't know, man. Wacky, yesterday, Farouk was doing live videos where they go through the videos one by one. And man, I have to say, people are taking this literally serious because they are editing they are taking a shower with it have you watched the video man i I have actually because you sent it i watched a few and i was like oh man okay so (laughs) parts of me parts of me is thinking why why why? we back we're back to this (laughs) and and obviously this is you know part of the fun right but (laughs) i saw this lady in australia she's like i i'm showing you 
and this is to show you that wizards can fly. And she just literally just throws herself in the lake. Like they just woo. And then the dog, the dog follows and be like, what are you doing? What? <laughs> it's just, there are quite a few funny videos in there. So I, I do have to say, but who, who knows whether this is ever, ever even going to be, is this guy even famous or anything? No, it's just like any other ordinal, right? However, we don't know. This is probably the, those silly no, projects. No, he's, he's famous. Very, but, but what? He's famous because he's a big Bitcoin maxi. Yes, that's it. So he's a Bitcoin Maxi and he lead like a few of like the Reddit group which has tons of following. So right. like he, he has like we, we know attention right now is the currency, right? So in yeah. terms of like ordinals, Bitcoin, he has that currency. So I'm getting the vibes similar to Frank Degot because you remember, right? Like Frank Degot, everybody around the world is just doing shoey, right? They, they yes. video themselves like once they purchase a Degot's they change their PFP, they video themselves, they pour a beer in their shoe, they drink it and they post, right? So it's the similar vibe doing crazy stuff. I mean, man, like if you see people start doing it, like initially when I saw it the first time, I'm like, ah shit, I'm not going to do it, right? And then <laughs> when I go online and I see tons of people doing it, I'm like, hmm, ah, shit. maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> so, I, can, I so. can pick up, you know, steal some of like, you know, the caps from my sister, some, some, some clothes, some Have ropes. you bought Here's no. the question. Have you bought the wizard costume? No, no, bro. <laughs> no, bro. I, I, I'm fading it. I'm fading it. Uh, Crypto Reels, you have your hand raised. Go ahead, buddy. Oh, no. Sorry. That was by accident. I missed, uh, pressed the wrong button. But um, one thing I was going to say with regards to the challenges that people have to do, I think it's it can be healthy. It just depends on how you participate. If you genuinely do it because you enjoy doing it and think it's fun, then I think it's cool. But because um, I know some people oh, it just sounds like another version of grinding and it is grinding but once again it just comes down to perspective um, like say if we go back to the discords if you genuinely care about the community say like say like this podcast for example or um, Twitch space people, the people out here are here because they like doing it and there's no kind of reward other than just getting to meet people and just chilling out now if there was a project um, attached to it there'll be a whole host of people that just come along because they're like, oh, I have to turn up because I have to get it. Whereas the people that are here in the audience would still be turning up anyway. So it wouldn't be a grind to them, if that makes sense. You wait. You wait for what we're going to ask you guys to come up with and to, when we start delivering free NFTs. You're going to see <laughs> on this note, Cryptovius, if anywhere you and I are in the land of wizardry, it would be very easy for us to go get a Harry Potter costume and do this actually uh, wacky, wacky, wacky wacky you should go to the harry potter uh pub like the, they have the harry potter bar right in london you should yeah. go there and do your video bro like you will kill it massively <laughs> but but the thing is this the thing is this after you do it i i do not know how much quest you need before you graduate so it's gonna be more and more crazy but of course it, but because of this, like, I believe the people who actually do it is going to be a fun people, right? And if, for example, they have 100 people doing it, they have 200 people doing it, then you know that community is kind of like built up from a group of fun people well, that's that it. knows how to play, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's exactly it. It's just like how the Goblin stuff started at the time, right? When you start creating a, a core group, a core community like this that does silly things, it still binds people together. So... It is a really good, it is a good way of a of creating of, and building a community. So let's see where this goes. I mean, hey, it might be the next big thing, hundred percent. 
<laughs> Bro, Recky, like I know you love the goblin, so you have to do like when they go on Twitter Spaces. What was the noise that they do? Oh. Bro, it was awesome. I mean, I was so good. It was. I have to say, I, I I've been wanting to buy a goblet actually, so I'm I'm got my eye on it. But it was like, mm. <laughs> and they were going on about this whole like Gary <laughs> Gary Peepee, like oh Gary Peepee. Mm. <laughs> it was pretty. I I have to say that I thought was one of the funniest thing in terms of uh, in terms of cool fun projects. G up, you got your hand up. Yeah, um, just going back to the Taproot Wizards. So um, I, there's a guy I know who, who was in there before and um, they were doing these raffle tickets. So they had, they had like Golden Ticket, which is like a Taproot Wizard whitelist. Um, and those were going for about, I think, one Bitcoin. Um, and then the uh, raffle tickets, what? which was just... You know, you have a small percent chance to get a whitelist. Um, those were going for about 0.5, 0. 0.6 ETH each. Um, so the guy I know, he, he bought a few tickets. He ended up actually winning the, the whitelist. So that, you know, that's a big win for him. Um, but yeah, there, there seems to be a lot of hype around, around this Ordinal project. Wow, this is crazy. One BTC, man. I mean, one ETH for a whitelist. That's 1500 right? Well, that was 1700 One BTC, that's 20 grand, dude. All right, so I'm going to ask you again, Wacky. Are you going to Harry Potter's bar to do the video? <laughs> yes, we Hell are. no, man. Yes, he's doing it. Ah, man. Oh man, yeah, because we do need the hat. I mean, you, I'll show you the videos. You need the proper magician hat. So, all right, enough, enough of that. We've got a few more topics that we want to go through before uh, welcoming the aristocrats who have joined us on stage. So, let's go through the few more topics that we have. All right. So, bro, have you been checking about ChatGPT? Because, man, yes. like, I, I remember I told you today when we were on the call, right? So, the current version... So, let me give you a little bit of statistics because I have the trait of Kalito's way here, right? So, right now, is basically ChatGPT3, which is only 175 billion... They call it MLP, right? Which is Machine Learning Parameters. So, the next update is going to be 100 trillion. And with that, you are able to, for example, write a movie script, uh, generate actors for it, produce it and take public without any in-real-life iteration. So meaning that, and then you can, for example, write a fully illustrated 200-page book from scratch to finish in one day. I think it's awesome. <laughs> so remember remember how a few days ago it was last week? Westworld, you got to finish Westworld, mate. You <sighs> The, the machines are taking over. There's no question about it. Now, okay, they're taking over. Let's. We, there are two ways of looking at this, right? You're always going to have the people that are going to be scared of it, and you're always going to have the people that are going to welcome this, right? There's no question that if something goes wrong or if it if it is programmed wrongly, because actually, there have been a few things where it shows that Chat GPT is obviously heavily biased, right? Because obviously, it's biased based on whoever created it, which is the reason why you have other ones other competing ones that are in the in the process of being created however in terms of facilitating our lives 
if used appropriately, it's going to revolutionize the way the way humanity at the moment evolves, right? If, if you go back to, okay, so for all the 80s babies with me here, when we were in school, right, we were on books and we did not have cell phones, right? Let's just remember this time where we used to go out there, yeah, go potentially on a date and he, and 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 basically wait there for someone to show up uh, or, or not, right? You never knew. There was no way to call and say, hey, are you here? Are you going to come, right? So the world has completely evolved and completely changed, right? But it has changed for the better, right? And, and chat GPT is effectively going to be the exact same thing. Things are going to go for the better um, once we learn how to use it and once we get familiar with it. So I think I think it's phenomenal what they're doing there. And the people that are going to be the early adopters will be the ones that will benefit the most, no doubt about it. Yeah, because like, so one thing is so powerful that I told Maeve the other day, right? So basically, you know, every time after spaces, like you have, for example, um, a, a, a product or a software that you can actually take in, take out the uh, speech and stuff like that. So when it does that, it has a lot of like, for example, typing uh, errors and stuff like that because probably, you know, our pronunciation isn't clear, right? So I copy a paragraph of it, which has tons of typo, even the project name, okay? Bro, the project name and the stuff that it's inside the typo is like super crazy. I copy that paragraph, for example, like 500 words. I put inside ChatGPT and they generated it with the correct one. Like they understood even if it's a typo. But that's like with 175 billion learning. Right now it's 100 trillion. It's like 10 times X. So man, I'm, I'm excited for it. Like, you know, it's bye-bye copywriters, bye-bye marketers, <laughs> AI hello. So it'll be very interesting. Um, there was actually a court case recently over, um, what is it called? Midjourney, where an artist claimed that they had, that created an image with Midjourney and the artist claimed that they had the rights over it because the result of the Midjourney art was from her inputs, right? So by definition, she had something to do with it, but the courts ruled that no, it had nothing to do with it. I mean, Anyone could have done this and could have generated this by creating the same input. So it's not really considered as uh, copyright or uh, IP right, if you see what I mean. So it'll be really interesting. I mean, hey, it's going to create tons of lawyer jobs and it's going, <laughs> they, they're going to be, you know, there are some jobs in the world that will never die. One of them is accounting and the other ones are, are lawyers. So all those guys are probably rubbing their hands right now. They'd be like, oh my God, we're going to have so many, so many cases to work on. It's going to be amazing. So um, let's just move on quickly because apparently aristocrats, you guys are busy. You guys are double booked. You've got plenty of things going on. So let's jump in with you guys and then puke. Maybe we'll just circle back in on some other of news once uh, Aristocrat has to go. All right, sure, cool things, things. So let me just um, say one last final thing because this is something that is still open and uh, I want you guys to join it because I think it's going to be big, all right? So you, you guys, I mean, Becky, you know now pass right or now nft basically they are like when i enter the space they are dominating in terms of like news um short bite updates in terms of like nft news and stuff like that so now they have a second pro they have the first project all right so if you go to the page uh basically it's a separate page but it's called the now pass all right if you go to the main page they have a link to it um so it's t-h-e-n-o-w 
uh, PASS, and they release their mint information. So basically, um, they are like a media company in terms of giving you bite-sized information, uh, even like the tap group um, that I'm talking about just now. It's also um, the, like written by their team and stuff like that. Uh, the mint total supply is going to be 2750 so it's 2750 The mean price will be 0.25 ETH. Um, and they also release, for example, like the mean phases. So they have phase one, phase two, phase three. Uh, basically, the mean date and time will be announced soon. Um, but right now, they, their pre-mean is open. So hey, you know, you guys can try a lot. Not too sure how much spots they have left. Um, but this is just something that you guys can try. Wacky, have you, like, have you heard about NowPass? I have, have right? I have, I have, and I saw, I read, I read about the decentralized stuff, obviously decentralized media that they want to create. It, it's the way forward. I mean, especially in media. I mean, this is what Donald Trump based his whole campaign on, which is a lot of, you've got a lot of fake news. You've got a lot of, you don't know what type of news on, on um, normal media, right? Or on centralized media. So I think it's a great way. I think it's a great experiment. I hope it does work and it will be very interesting to see, to see what happens. Unfortunately, I had missed the, um, the entry or the, the raffle in order to enter it. But um, I think it'd be very, very exciting to follow how they evolve as they're starting to create a decentralized news media. Oh, we've got PewCast with a hand raised. What's this about? Hey, hey, no, no. Uh, hey everyone. No, <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just want to give my two cents on uh, MT now because like, yeah. Like despite their main price and all, I, I think that their, their team is really competent. Yeah, they're really on point with everything, and they give uh, they really put a lot of effort giving uh, in depth analysis on each topic. So, uh, yeah, I just want to give my two cents on that, guys, and also GM GM everyone, you all miss me. Hey, ha- ha- happy birthday to your girl, boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, what's the itinerary, bro? Like, you are in Thailand. What did you did today? You know, tell us a little bit, and then you know what, we'll head off to the next topic. Not much, man, guys. I just, uh, I won't call it winding down. I, I do my daily updates. I love you all. Uh, just wanted to uh, chime in when I can. I see Cryptovius, see Forza, GW, see our guest host. Hey, everyone. Uh, take care. I love you all. Then uh, I'm going to head off now. Thanks, Puke. Thanks, Wayne. Aww. He's Aww. being sweet. We love you, bro. All right, Wacky. Okay. Let's go it. Let's do it. So, guys, this is a wrap up of the daily NFT updates. You know, basically, we do this every day, Monday to Friday, and after that, we are interested to talk to the project or the guest speaker that we have today, Aristocrat. How are you doing? Tell me, tell us, tell us a little bit more about the project. Hello, hello, Aristocrats. Are you guys here? Oh, they're trolling us. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they tell me they're busy. They gotta go, and now that now now they're trolling us. <laughs> Aristocrats, let me let me send them a let me send them a note. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it. You, 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 you send them a DM, bro. <laughs> um, um, what did I want to say? Yes, there was something else. Aristocrats, I'm I'm just texting you. Okay, <laughs> right, I see. Okay, he's gonna be he's gonna be on right there. He's coming up. He is coming up very shortly. So in the meantime, I am coming uh, to the page. So um, just to give you guys a little bit of a, uh, a background there. So and, and Clement, as soon as you, you show up, just feel free to unmute yourself 
and then uh, come and talk about the project. But this is a painter and contemporary artist, and uh, his name is Clément Mugel. I met them during NFT Paris, and um, they have a collection that is uh, about to come out and about to mint next week on the 22nd. So that's why we're kind of rushing, trying to get them in. But And they've got plenty of other events. They've got an event at the NFT factory, which was one of the holding spaces that um, where NFT Paris, where a lot of the side events at NFT Paris were being held. And literally, if you look through the art, you see that it's very sort of Picasso, Picasso-ish, like a modern Picasso style. And, um, you know, there's, there hasn't been an artist like this for a long time. And, and, it's it's starting obviously back in France, right? But it's uh, th- there's a big buzz around it. Many people have been starting to sort of promote this and look at this as potentially kind of the next Picasso-ish phase. So this is why we were really interested to have them on today and hopefully get them to talk a little bit more about the inspiration, the art, because there was a Genesis collection um, which I think w- which sold out. But then he. That didn't necessarily was about to do a second collection, but then um, one of the one of the gents that I met, um, they they met again, and then he had a bunch of paintings and drawings that he had apparently in some folder hidden somewhere, and say, hey, how about these? And that's kind of the sec- how, if I understood correctly, how the second collection came about. So anyway, hopefully we get uh, we get him up uh, on stage very shortly, and they'll be able to explain a lot better than I can. Yeah, yeah, and in the meantime, bro, I want to dive down a little bit into Mokavas because you have been talking about, you know, Mokavas and stuff like that. But they basically did something. I mean, it's amazing, right? Um, bridging across community. And I saw that post. Basically, they show a picture. Um, it's dark at the side, but uh, basically, the Moka, the character is chasing with a BAYC. In front of it, I... I think from the background of it, it looks like a cool cat. Um, but beside the cool cat, they have another ape. So I'm not too sure which project is it. But they are kind of like teasing because we know Animoca, basically, they bought tons of ape token, right? And uh, right now, they have kind of like have 1.5 mil in ape, which is about 6.6 million worth of ape coin um, to this uh, ENS wallet called mochaape.com. ETH and uh, it serves as an ape coin DAO. So basically, you know, as long as you have a Mokaverse, you can kind of like create your proposal. People can propose to it. The voting power will give back to the holders and, you know, basically build stuff using ape coin. I mean, this is the true creation of in terms when we talk about Web3, one project working with the next, utilizing another project's price. I mean, it's crazy, man. So, so this is, oh, I see Aristocrats has unmuted. Hello, hello. Hey, guys. Hey, everyone. Hey, hey, Thank hey. you for receiving us. Sorry, it's a bit crazy. I'm at the, the office right now. We got the NFT factory event tonight. Everybody is kind of running around. But finally here. Thank you, guys, for receiving us. And uh, I was listening, uh, of course, and uh, it was a pleasure. I mean, we're all in the same page right now, it sounds like it, right? So, so yes, good good to have you here, uh, Clément. So t- tell us more about you, about your art, about what you're up to, about what's coming. T- tell us everything. I tried to explain a little bit where, you know, yes. what you're up to and what's coming, but you're so, probably uh, much better at this. Thank you for the... Uh, so I'm a painter, uh, basically uh, clearly a painter on canvas in the art world. You can check my work on my website and uh, Instagram as well. And um, actually, I was kind of... Uh, I was drawing some uh, some portraits since uh, 2016 on a notebook, 
and uh, there was like uh, 300 portraits and uh, and uh, like six months ago I, uh, I started to get in touch with many companies who wanted to make uh, NFT collections on my work and uh, and finally we uh, I already had the uh, the Genesis collection all handmade, and we did uh, make a, a shooting, and then we we had the, the collection digitized for the for the Genesis, and uh, we uh, we did sold out uh, at zero point five in July last July in a full bear market. Um, so uh, the Genesis collection it's two it's a supply of two fifty all related to a physical print of the of the NFTs and. Um, and since uh, then, I've been like uh, very interesting in the uh, Web3 and uh, NFT world. I kind of uh, analyze all the, the collection, what was um, needed in a collection, all the, the rarity system uh, work. And uh, because the first collection, it's really handmade. And, and I didn't have any knowledge about the, uh, the NFT collections and all the codes, the, the threats, the Ricky, did we lose him? Oh, is Wanted it just... Oh, yeah, okay. I think we lost people. I can't hear you anymore. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, you're back, you're back. Someone called me. Where, where did you lose me? So I was just saying, yeah, the first collection, it was very... I was kind of frustrated because the uh, I didn't acknowledge the the rarity systems, the codes there, the, the codes, uh, there was in the NFT uh, collection. So I really wanted to to make a, a NASA collection with the uh, the knowledge I had uh, after the Genesis. So uh, I did assemble the next collection one by one, the thousand NFTs. Uh, I drew all the traits. I digitized all the traits myself, this time on, on Illustrator. And I did assemble the, the thousand NFTs. And uh, it's been kind of fascinating the last five months, you know, I've been working, like just sleeping, walking, sleeping, walking on the computer. Like I was, uh, like if I was on a painting, because I mean, like uh, as an artist, you know, it's only on canvas, uh, unique pieces, and uh, I'm kind of possessed. I want to paint everything is passing in front of my eyes. So NFTs to me is just like another medium to express myself, like painting uh, a store in the street or like uh, anything. And um, it's um, it's been fascinating. It's been like uh, playing video games with my art actually the like, uh, past five months. <laughs> I love it, bro. Like, tell me a little bit more the different experience you get, for example, working in Web2 doing your art and then right now being in Web3. Like, what's the main difference that you feel? Well, the difference is crazy because when I, when I work on canvas or like painting in the in a ERL world, you know, you, you just... Uh, it's kind of that you have like one chance. You go there, you make your layers and stuff, you know, but uh, in digital world, when I'm on Illustrator, it's kind of magic, you know. I mean, it's like I'm behind, you know, and in just like in a quarter of a second, I can check how it looks with uh, this color or this color in this zone. It's kind of like magical, you know. When, you, uh, when I do a, a piece on canvas, you just... You just got to go straight, you know. You can't like we walk on it, or we. It's it's a totally totally different approach, and uh, even the the Web three world and the, the NFT buyers and the and uh, and the people. It's kind of it's very different compared to the art world, um, and um, yeah, it's it's always been the, the the point, you know, to just link the physical and the digital, to just get my clients uh, in the art world get uh, more interested in the NFTs and get the people from the NFTs get more interested and get more knowledge about the art world, how it works, about the pieces, the quotation, and uh, everything. Always been the point for sure. So, so you know, it is 
it is refreshing to hear that there are still artists that are doing it the old way and then coming into Web3 and utilizing those skills to then create also really good quality art as a, as a digital fashion, right? Well, as, a, as a digital way. I personally believe that with this whole movement of uh, generative art, that the real artists that are still doing things by hand, even though they're doing it obviously on the computer, but if it's still done by hand, I think those artists in the future and in the long run will be a lot more valued than any of the automated or AI generated art. Now, having said this, yeah. can you tell us a little bit more about, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, no, I definitely agree with that. And actually when I was checking the collection, you know, uh, I knew it was made by uh, AI. But actually, I, I, I love the collection, but there was something in my mind that I couldn't, I mean, to me, it was looking very scholar, you know, to me, uh, AI collection, you know, it looks, I can't, I can't really see the soul behind, you know, um, assembling these thousand NFTs, you know, I really uh, made it in purpose to just get different size of the heads, uh, which makes the, the, the character looks at a different time in his life because the, the collection, the battle collection, it's all about like a huge battle in the metaverse, in different dimensions, in different space time, in different, uh, it's, it's uh, all the threats are, are new threats created. And, and of course the, um, I agree with that because anyways, the, the, uh, the art is coming from the real world, you know, I mean, I'm quoted in the art market. Uh, I'm going to be painting until my last breeze. It's my, I'm completely possessed about that. And, uh, that's your life. Time, yeah. Every time, every time I'm going to be doing something new in the, art, in the art world, in my, in my life, it's going to just react on the NFT collection. It's going to follow me all my life. It's not even a project. It's not even an NFT project. It's just my, uh, my medium as an artist, which, uh, that I use as well. Uh, like the canvas and stuff, you know, beside to express my work. And uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a just a new dimension. It's a long, it's, yeah, it's, a life, it's a life project, you know, like I'm an artist and it's my, it's my life. Go ahead, Becky. So, yeah, yeah. So, so this, is, this, is, this is really refreshing to hear. And I think also different countries value art in different ways, right? I mean, France historically has always been well known for, you know, the the Renaissance and all of this, like the Latin countries, the, the European Latin countries, yeah. right? Italy, Spain, a lot of those countries were really obviously famous for all the the paintings. Large history. So, yeah. Um, tell, yeah. So tell us more about. You say you want to bring you want to bridge the gap, obviously, between the digital and the physical. So tell us more about how this is going to impact that upcoming collection that you have uh, you have coming up. Uh, well, the new collection, it's 1,000 pieces. It all comes with, um, with uh, physical pieces as well. And uh, really, to be honest, uh, the first collection, it's really like a, a kind of an, an hybrid between a, a pure uh, ERL art. Uh, and then this is my answer. The battle is kind of my answer to the, to the g- digital world that I know more now. And uh, I'm just coming with a, a collection that I assemble all myself and which is designed for the second market. It's designed for the people, all the threats, all the, it's a, it's a very large uh, and a generous collection about the threats and the different uh, audience. And um, because actually for this collection, uh, it's just the, the, the continuation of the genesis. For the, for the battle, you know, I just took the 29 faces of the rarest NFTs from the genesis collection. 
and I reworked those faces mm -hmm. for the battle, you know. The battle is made with those 29 faces with different occurrences and different um, rarities and uh, ADNs and... Uh, and uh, so, yeah, uh, we can see it in Paris now, you know, there was the NFT uh, Paris and it's kind of booming as well in Paris, the, the crypto sphere, the blockchain, the, all the, all, uh, they're all taking places in Paris, like Sandbox, like Sora, like uh, NFT Factory, like all those places. And, uh, and yeah, I think the, uh, the FR market as well is growing and it's coming in with the, with the global market and, um, and yeah. It's. Um, I can't wait for for the people to just discover the collection when it's going to be unrevealed for sure. As you say, there's a there's a big push right now in France, which is very surprising because historically it's not yeah. well. Normally in art, France is always at the top, but when it comes to technology, you know, France and you accept embracing new technology. France hasn't been so good recently, but somehow between Ledger, so rare, as you say, Sandbox, yeah. they're really pioneering. And, and I do have to say, it's going to be a massive push. And now we saw it with NFT Paris, I mean, with 18,000 people there. They did the things in really big. So there's a, there's a huge push in Europe and especially in France right now for, for that new technology. So can you talk a little bit about the sort of cubism and the Picasso-inspired type of art that you, you, you've, been, you've been creating? Yeah, of course. So you can check uh, on my website and stuff. I'm, I've been at Les Beaux-Arts for the, for the children and then Les Beaux-Arts in Paris. And I've always been possessed with my own style, actually. You know, I didn't even finish all those schools because I was kind of lazy because I always... Uh, it's like it's like destiny you know I, I kind of always knew you know i was going to be uh, a painter and uh, and do it my way i'm not I'm, I'm kind of not even that much interested about the new artists and uh, all the art scene you know my all my all my mentors are dead you know and uh, and uh, i'm not like a commercial artist i really do it my way i don't need i don't need i don't need anybody to survive uh, and um uh, I'm not sold to anyone. I'm completely independent and I do exactly what I want and how I want it. I got my vision. And uh, yeah, I do it clearly my way. You know, in the art world, all the galleries and stuff, they, they want, the, um, they want the, um, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, I'm not, a, a, I can't be controlled by anyone. That is the thing. Yep, yep. True. Like, you have a freedom in terms of how you want to build, how you want your community to be like, and having that whole, building up that whole community to support your vision, I think that is very important in Web3 because it kind of, like, tweaked the way or the angle that people actually, like, giving your product to the right people that actually appreciate it. So, I'm interested to know about your partnerships, bro, because I saw, you know, in your Web2 world, you have, you know, partnerships like Hublot and stuff like yep. that. So coming into like the Web3 world, you know, designing, for example, the first Genesis, which is a sellout. Now you are focusing on the second collection. Would you introduce more partnership linking to the Web3 element of your project? Oh, yeah, definitely. I really want to link many pieces uh, as you say, for Hublot, I made a special uh, watch for them that uh, we uh, we did expose in the middle of the of the sh the shop Place Vendôme during the the collection. But um, it's, I mean, I think the, the 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 possibilities to link the physical and the digital with an artist in the middle are just like limitless. You can uh, you you can link uh, artistic work to kind of any. Uh, 
physical pieces, you know, like in my life, I will be for sure painting planes, uh, spaceship, whatever, trains. Give me anything to paint, I will paint it. Give me the Eiffel Tower to paint, I will fucking paint it. And uh, at the end of the day, it just like follows my, me as an artist. Uh, the collection follows me as an artist, and uh, I follow the collection as an artist. And uh, I will bring a new collection for sure at some time, and new one-one uh, cre- creation. And uh, and uh, yeah, I'm so I'm so I'm so keen for this new medium to express myself, and um, uh, in my way as well. I, like uh, when I discovered the uh, the Web three world, you know, I, I was looking for an artist, you know, like uh, like in the era world, you know, there is a very great artist that you can see his style you know he can make a collection of animals he can make a collection of robots whatever you can see his touch you can see where you can put his work in the bit in between like 2000 work of different artists you know this work is this artist who made it and i was looking for this artist in the web tree but i didn't kind of find it yet like an artist who made a collection of animals a collection of like and you see the touch of this artist so uh, i really want to be um in the web tree uh like that to just uh, show my creativity uh, through different uh, collection and different type of collection, but with my style. I, will, I really want to put my style in there. Yeah, that makes sense. As you rightly say, it's so important that when someone looks at a specific piece, you're like, oh, I know exactly who this is yeah. from. And there's so many of those artists historically that have had like this, their yeah. touches. But so, this is the I base mean, to me. This is style. the base to me. To me, Picasso, you know, Basquiat, Le Corbusier, um, Chagall, all those guys to me are my guys. I can't, I can't, I can't really relate to uh, to a neo uh, artist or like commercial artist. You know, it's um, it's rare now to find like a true, legit. Um, artists who don't follow the the rules just follow their rules mm-hmm. yeah no 100 percent. and and i love how you're making this in the in the modern way and adapting it i mean as you say with all the traits and all the different ways and you're integrating a lot of the aspect of you know today's world with the with the uh, vision goggles and with some of the other what, what else did you have in there? I'm looking through it. Yeah, you've got like a robot mask and, and you've got um, like a, a breathing mask. And it's, it's, just, it's just cool. The way you've done it, actually, I have to say, is you can see that it insp- has some inspiration, but it's very unique to, to your way. So coming back to just a, a quick one on the art scene in, in France and in Paris and in NFTs, how many other artists um, are really involved in the space like you are at the moment? Because I can imagine that, you know, I, I anticipate you're probably one of the first few that are really fully jumping into this with both feet and really pushing both Web2 and Web3 the way you are. Yeah, I know some French artists who are in the in the Web3 as well, but I'm not sure if they are coming from the ERL world. Uh, I think they're, they're, they're coming from uh, basically from the digital work. Um, but um, yeah, I, I mean that's what I was looking for when I when I discovered the Web three. I, I really was looking for those artists, which I didn't really find. And uh, I mean, I, I really wanted to to see like a, like an artist who's there, you know, established in the Web three with like I don't know like five collection. You can see all the five collection. You can see like for sure his style, you know, and his lights and his vision. And that's what, uh, that's what exactly I want to bring to the, to the Web3. It's exactly what I'm bringing to the art world, uh, ERL. And um, 
and yeah, always making new things that uh, that we didn't see yet. Or like, um, I mean, my my ambition is just to to, to do me, and um, and uh, let myself go with it. And uh, yeah, I'm kind of a possessed person, so that's why I'm coming back from this uh, with this collection. You know, like I've been I've been I've been checking like all the codes in the collection, like bringing the, uh, like some uh, very very famous one, like the the, the eye lasers, you know, or like. Like the cap, I, I made the CM cap, but all the other stuff, you know, came from the from the law actually because I wrote uh, down a law for the first collection. You know, uh, if you go in the Discord, you you check the law and you get the you get the visuals of all the twenty nine rare NFTs from the Genesis that I used the face for the battle, and you can check all the twenty nine NFTs. I have a little text behind that I wrote down, which is like kind of the history of each NFTs. And if you go read That's that, cool. you will know exactly what's happening in the battle, and you will understand for sure all the threats and different threats like different like um, gear who takes you for, in another di- uh, dimension you know because the old story about the genesis is about like a conflict between between two families which doesn't live in the same universe <laughs> so uh, the battle is like clearly the battle of all, all, all those wars you know with all those gears and uh, threats and different uh, stuff that I, that I created who who just reflect what's happening uh, compared to different uh, type of titles and characters in the collection and uh, who's going to change dimension, who's going to go there. And uh, there is even the red pill, you know, there is a red pill in the collection. There is only one red pill. There is one NFT with the red pill in the hearing. Uh, There is just crazy threats coming in there, coming from the the world we live in, from the pop culture, from the... It's it's like a it's like a synthesis. I don't know how you say it in English. Synthesis. It's like yeah, a, 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 yeah. yeah, like a so, dissertation of all what I saw about the NFTs and the Web three. So and yeah, it, it just like uh, me as a machine who's coming with this collection about everything that I uh, saw and uh, ate about the NFT world and the and the Web three. Man, this this is cool. I mean, if you guys look actually at uh, Clemence art, there you're you're featured in a lot of the streets in Paris. Like you also do some of the the shutters, like the uh, the store shutters. Oh if, yeah, so uh, you do this art. Everything everything I can paint. You know, I started in Paris, I started, uh, painting the post. You know, and the, and yeah, the stores uh, in the street. And uh, but I'm not coming from the street art. And at the beginning, you know, the first time the cops came, <laughs> I think they didn't see that. Any, any time, you know, I think most of the time when I, when I see a guy painting in the street, you know, they're just coming at, at him and the guy started running or whatever. I don't know how it was. Uh-huh. But when I when I was painting, you know, the cops arrived and I didn't move. I, I saw them and I just keep I just kept painting and, and they, they, look, they looked at each other. I was like, what the fuck? This guy looks serene. You know, he don't give a <laughs> shit about us. <laughs> and, 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 and they came they came to me and I talked to them very politely and showed my work. Yeah, I'm an artist and I'm doing this for the people. Actually, you know, when you're an artist and you start selling your, your, your work for kind of exp- expensive money, like uh, today, like one of my paintings, one meter on one meter, it's about like seven se- se- uh, K something like that around and um, and giving free art in the street for the people you know it's just like the answer uh, when I when I first started to paint on the post you know I saw like a little girl coming back from school with her mom and she saw the, the, the post that I painted before and she was like kind of dancing running around the post saying to his mom oh, mom did you see this post it's so lovely and stuff and just living with her mom just continue life and and just seeing the strengths that 
that it can have when you put, when you put like a piece of art in the street with colors and just like one person can pass over with bad feelings in her mind or like bad 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 thinking and just see colors and uh, just get back in creativity and, and light you know and uh, it's it just the answer at the end of the day to be able to 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 offer the work for the people in the street because at the end of the uh, at the end of the day art should be for everyone and uh, accessible for everyone and uh, and yeah uh, france uh, paris uh, i think the occidental world needs this in this moment you know colors uh creativity um evolution yep I love it, bro. Like, I've, I've been seeing you are doing tons of in-real-life stuff. And even Becky said, hey, he met you at NFT Paris. Um, and also, you say that, you know what? You guys are having an event at NFT Factory tomorrow. So, tell me tonight. a little bit more. Yeah, tonight. T- tonight, tonight, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, tell me a little bit more in terms of, like, you know, you are preparing art. You are doing the art. But at the site, you are running like tons of in real life events and, and meetups and stuff like that. What is your whole vision in terms of doing this? Uh, well, I'm not alone. I'm, I'm, I'm very well surrounded. I got a good team around me and they help me uh, for all these. Oh, I think I think my co-host muted everyone. He muted you. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I was scrolling. Sorry, and I sorry. Click it. Go ahead, buddy. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. The, the first of it, I get a, I get a crazy team around me, and they, they help me uh, like crazy with, with all this. It's a lot of work. Put it behind uh, in term uh, in the in the Discord and uh, in everything in everyday life. Um, and uh, that way I can be free to, to let my imagination and creativity go around in uh, every aspect. But um, for sure, my vision, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm this kind of guy. I'm, I'm possessed since the beginning, and I, and I know exactly where I'm going. Everything that happened in my life, I had the flash of it before it happened. I'm, I'm on a roller coaster right now. It's just like... Uh, uh, I don't know how you say that in English, lâcher prise, you know, like being too, too, <laughs> you're, lâcher, lâcher you're free roll, you're free rolling. Oh uh, yeah, oh uh, yeah, <clears throat> free rolling, but at the same time, so two thousand focus on it and exactly and, and knowing exactly where I'm going and why I do things and how I do things, where I don't want to be, where I want to be, how I want to be, my work to be seen, and uh, yeah, I got a I got a great uh, a huge team uh, of. What I do, I take it like uh, even more that, than seriously. It's not a, it's destiny. It's not a, it's not a work. It's not a, it's not a, it's 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 a, yeah, it's destiny. I'm incarnating this, and uh, I think we are at the time in, in life that uh, the artist needs to wake up, because in history, all the artists always been the guys who change, uh, who made the change, who made uh, mm-hmm. uh, people think differently or like show the, a vision of life that that has to be seen to understand more what's coming. And uh, yeah. I, I I feel today all the uh, most of the artists are, are kind of like corrupted, and all sleepy, you know, fucking. Fucking, uh, I mean, there is a lot of cr- amazing artists coming in and uh, doing their things and stuff, but I think that we need more and more and more days after days, you know, uh, like a real, real minds, real, real visions. So it it sounds like you know you found yourself in in Web three, and then obviously that leaks into back into Web two and the way you're doing it, and you know you clearly have a vision of what to do now and where to go next, and it, it's it's inspiring to hear 
you know, generally when someone tells you they're obsessed, it can be taken both ways. But I think for an artist, it's a very good thing to know that this artist is, is obsessed and keeps on to doing more. Because as you rightly mentioned, a lot of the new eras in, in history and in humanity have been started by artists, right? And it was a new type of art that was coming in. And that started like a new decade or a new quarter or whatever it was. So um, very briefly, I know you've got to go. I know you've got plenty of things happening today. So can you tell us a little bit about you know, what do you have in mind for, for the future? Like, what is it that you want to do? So obviously you've got this drop. It's happening on the 22nd. So that's next week, right? You've got a thousand pieces. Um, we, I think that we're going to have a a giveaway as also at the end of the, at the end of the show. So guys, uh, we'll, we'll wrap this up afterwards once, uh, once Glimmer has to go, but, um, tell us more about what's your vision for the future. What, what do you aspire to do? Because, as you rightly say, I've been talking about this for a while, that I believe this year, I don't know why, why it feels like this, but exactly the way you say it, this is now the time for artists, right? We had two years ago, you had NFT projects. It was their time. They really benefited from it. But now, at the beginning of the year, we had those open editions, and that, I think, started the whole movement. And with Web3, Web3 and NFTs, everybody now has the ability and the potential option to be an art collector. So I'm right there with you that the artists like you that are seeing this opportunity are going to be the ones that uh, will really benefit from this year and going forward and will lead the way forward. So anyway, uh, back to you. And what is your vision? What do you want to do in, in the future? Like after this drop, do you already have an idea? How do you want to, you know, as a holder of your collections, what can people look forward to? Um, I think, um, uh, as I was saying about the physical and the digital, I think uh, there was a moment in the NFT world, you know, like uh, maybe a year or two years ago where the people were kind of like uh, starting worrying about some, some kind of NFTs they bought from people who are not like uh, existent in the real world or like not legit artists or whatever. So I think there was a transition about that. Like people just started to be a bit more worried about what they buy, which is, uh, which is, uh, which is good. And um, yeah, I think I, I think it's um, it's uh, in my position as an artist coming from the ERL world, you know, and seeing everything what's happening in in the Web three. I really want to put that that brand. I mean, my name as a, as an artist to to just like uh, throw and land collections about uh, my vision and my art and. Uh, and uh, of course, I know exactly thousand person where I'm going and what's going to happen. And uh, anyone who buys my work is pretty clever. Uh, every time I'm painting a new canvas, you know, it's it's kind of sold before I'm, I, fi- I even finish it. And uh, I don't have any any paintings waiting. Actually, it's it's five months now. I didn't paint any paintings because I, I've been like two thousand person connected on the Web three and making this new collection. And I got my clients waiting behind, like, well, what the fuck, man? When are you going to paint new new works? You know, they're waiting for it. But uh, in that way, it's good because they kind of interest themselves into the NFTs now as well, uh, following my work uh, and my vision. And um, yeah, I think it um, it has to be related to. Uh, I mean, you know, in the art world, you you compare artists about what they who they are as a person. You can have an artist which is very talented or very scholar, you know, but he doesn't have the vision. He don't he don't want to be an artist. He, he or, or he don't want he. he um, 
I don't know. It's a, I mean, I can tell you straight away that uh, it's my destiny. I'm born for that. And I'm going to be painting crazy fucking shit until the, my last breeze. And, uh, and, and, uh, and, 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 Maggie, my, Maggie, and my, I love this dude. That's it. I yeah. love and, and my creativity, I mean, it's, it's, it's even above me, you know, it's, it's, I, I, I'm telling you, I don't even, uh, I know I got that since I'm, I'm three years old in my mind. I'm, I'm, I'm like just following my uh, my vision, my instinct, and uh, yeah, I'm growing as myself. And uh, everything I do, um, I'm not I'm not rushy, you know. I'm not rushing anything. I have time. That's, I don't that's have, good. Yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm completely free as an artist. Most of the time, artists, you know, they are kind of controlled because they need money or they they need uh, you know they always. Uh, I mean, uh, everybody needs some stuff, you know. But I'm completely free uh, in front of of this life. And uh, I have in I am in total control of, of myself. I will never do something um, that I don't see fit with my vision or whatever. And I think this is the base of true artists who just respect themselves enough to to be able to put their balls on the table and don't give a shit about everything <laughs> around. You know, it makes it makes a big difference, man. It's true. It, it makes a big difference to to be able to not have some of those constraints and the stress that some other artists have, obviously it, uh, it leads to a lot more creative work. Yeah. yeah because, think... because when you think about it, right, a lot of artists, they are good in, for example, doing the artwork, right? But if you want them to do and sell, do and sell, it's kind of like not what they are born to do. So it's always, always like, you know, when I talk to tons of artists, the most number one frustrating thing is like, you know, um, people actually valuing the art, they have the right traffic to coming to purchase the art uh, and stuff like that, right? So I just want to ask you, Clement, like what was that initial movement for you to be like, hey, you know what? You can design amazing artwork and you don't have to worry. Like, you know, for example, your first collection, um, you sell at 0 0.5, which is traditionally very high, right? For a thousand piece. And you said that it was in the bear market. So what was the main factors? Like, you know, you can focus on your art and then you have people can actively push it out to the right audience to purchase it. Well, actually, it was kind of all new to me, you know. I, I, uh, and it's funny because, uh, I, again, there was the energy around. Like, uh, I, 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 was, uh, I was drawing those portraits on my notebook since 2016, you know. When I met the, the NFT team, you know, it was like maybe a year or two that this collection was ready waiting for something. And I always knew, you know, that when I will be using this collection of portraits, it will be for something which will go great, you know, whatever it will be. The, uh, when I, I knew I knew that when I will be using this collection, it will be great. And uh, even uh, before the mint and during the mint, you know, people of my team they were like, "Oh my god, yeah, yeah, they were a bit stressing and stuff." And I was like, "Bro, this collection has been designed few years ago. I always knew when I will be using it, it will be for something legit. And don't mark my word, we will be sell selling out this collection, no matter what, the energy is there. It's magical. <laughs> and uh, this is how I run my life as an artist, you know, uh, when, I, when I say the lâcher prise, you know, being like completely focused on everything you know, in total control on everything you do. And, um, and at the same time, uh, living leaving it to the to the vibration you know to the energy to the uh, because you got it in your mind you know where you're going and you're like easy with it uh, yeah so you you can't be 
I don't know. It's um, it's a cosmic thing, I, I guess. You know, I'm I'm really connected with with the with myself. With uh, I mean, yeah. I guess it's a full package. You, you just go there, and uh, I don't know. It's it's a lot of freedom there. I'm talking from a lot of freedom. I know it's not. Yeah. A, it's not just like that in life, but uh, I guess I, I'm living in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, and, and look, uh, if, if, if you, it sounds like you're lucky to be in that position. I mean, presumably, you didn't start in that position, right? You had to work for it, <clears throat> and yeah. very clearly. So for you guys in the audience, if you haven't seen, if you just checked the Twitter page, go on Clement's website. If um, you click through the link tree there and go on the website, you can see some of the street art that he's doing as well. And I have yeah, to you say, can go it makes a splash. Splash section. You go in the yeah. splash section. That's everything I'm painting, which is not on canvas. <laughs> it, and and I do have to tell you, when you go when you go to Paris, I mean Paris is a beautiful historical city, right? But some of it is pretty gray. It, it can be re- pretty dark and pretty gray. And the way yeah. Clément is doing it there and adding the colors makes a huge difference. And by definition, it will really be noted. So um, look, Clément, I know you you're busy. I know you are, and we're pretty much running running on time. So um, anything else? that you might want to share that we haven't asked you that you think is important. I mean, again, you know, a lot of congratulations to you. You obviously did a lot of work to get to that stage and you're now sort of, I can, I think it's very clear. You've gotten to the stage in an artist's life where you're like, okay, I'm good. I'm set. Now I can just do what I want. And and generally this is where artists tend to really shoot up, right? Because but you know, you know, now I think- you can really let your, creative yeah. mind out. I, I, I do agree, but I think uh, I always got this mindset. Even when I was fucking uh, 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 struggling and difficult yeah. and blah, blah, I, got, I, I had exactly the same fucking mindset. I was sending everyone uh, fuck off uh, whatever, you know, I, I just on my vision, you know, I, I don't give a damn, you know. It's, I mean, money to me is just a tool. Yeah, I mean, people who is more interesting in money uh, than uh, the thing which is going to provide the money, they're never going to get money. You know, you, you need to get you need to get focused on what's going to bring the money or what is going to make the difference because the what money you is like, going to come yeah. anyway. Yeah, of course, you got to yeah, you got to go all the well, way. And, uh, that's a common that's a common theme if you look at a lot, right? I mean, you always have exceptions, but a lot of the very successful people in the world tend to do the stuff that they love, right? And then they find oh, yeah. a way. Well, actually, they don't find a way. The way to make money, then yeah, it comes coming. to them. Yeah, no, it's just yeah. coming because you, you've been like 2,000 person focused on the work, on yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. things going to bring up whatever comes after, money, ladies, whatever you, you're seeking in life. If you focus on the, on the project and not like the, the, uh, what's coming uh, after, I mean... It's all about the, the details. Yeah, I mean, you got to go strong for sure. Love it, love it, love it. All right, so come on, let's, let's wrap up. Tell us again, the, the Mint is next week, 22nd. What time and how much will the Mint be? So uh, it's a supply of 1,000. It's a 0.2 Ethereum uh, for the Mint. Uh, all the Genesis holders, they got a, they um, they have advantages. You can check on the on the Discord. 
Um, and yeah, they're going to be the prince tonight. Is gonna is the event at the NFT factory. We're going to meet with the holders and uh, and uh, ERL clients because the the point of all this always bringing linking the physical and the digital, making ERL event to to bring the older the, the holders and talk all together. Uh, when I when I first uh, discovered the Web three, I saw the strength there was in uh, in the NFT communities and uh, all this. And uh, it, it's very uh, different compared to different projects there is project you know you get an amazing community but the the collection is not that crazy or you get like the crazy collection and you get the wrong team around you know i don't know i, 100%, I, I, just, yeah. I just want to um to uh i mean every day is a new story you gotta get closer every day from the better version of yourself and uh, i think you need to fall uh, a lot to uh, to learn a lot uh, if you are able to learn from your failings uh, from fa- failures and um, yeah if you don't fall you you, you never grow yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's very saint and healthy to, to start with a team which is not very uh, um, uh, the best at the time but evolve uh, the, the main point is evolution and getting better 100% 100% alright love it love it uh, Puke do we have anything else that you want to ask Clemo? no I'm good bro so you know, we reached to the right end of the space. Wacky, how many, um, you know, giveaway that we can do today, bro? Ah, uh, so Clement, how many giveaways can we do? I was talking with Ben. He was saying two. Can we do three? I know we obviously want to keep it special. Tell us, tell us how many we can give away. Because, hey, uh, what you've been talking about is pretty exciting, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go three. Let's go three. Fuck it. Fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, guys. Yeah, it's, so been, we, it's, been, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure talking with you, so why not? Yeah. Awesome, awesome. awesome. So we're going to pick, uh, you know, three people to win the whitelist. All you have to do is like and retweet the spaces, and we will announce the winner after the show. All right? So, guys, we run the show every day, Monday to Friday, 10 p.m. GMT plus 8. We talk about what's hot in the NFT market, latest alpha, and also invite good projects as guest speaker. And once again, thank you for being a part of the Asia Web3 motherfuckers. Powered by PewCast, the rock radio of Asia with you guys, I believe we are one step ahead in building the most journeying community in Asia. And I have to say, uh, Clement, thank you so much for being here. I know, you know, organizing an event later today is going to be super hectic. You are still here giving your thoughts. Appreciate it, buddy. All my pleasure. And uh, yeah, there are going to be videos and uh, yeah, we're all together. Let's go. Uh, let's all go there. Looking forward to it, man. Have a good time. And and by the way, if, if you guys are listening live and you are dying to meet Clement's work, just DM us as well. We'll, um, you know, because better that white lace go to someone that's actually going to mint it. So anyway, hint, hint. Um, okay, I never said this. It never happened. Uh, guys, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. This was us. Rock Radio. Oh, oh, Forza heard it. Oh, Forza. I saw you. <laughs> All right, this is us. Rock Radio, Asia Web 3 motherfuckers. We were joined by Clemo from the Aristocrats. Thank you so much. This is us signing out. <laughs>